This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, Carter Cares, my uh, segment that we do uh, nightly here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are becoming numb to the violence in New York. We are becoming numb to the violence in New York. This afternoon, I was in uh, Teaneck, New Jersey, in Teaneck, happy to be with young college students at Fairleigh Dickerson University, the beautiful campus. And I, I kept thinking about how close Teaneck is to New York City, only a few miles, so close. But frankly, it was a few hours that take my mind away from the crime of New York City. We are becoming numb to the violence. And from the uh, very few leaders that do speak out against the violence, all we hear is, we're going to. The crackdown is coming. Criminals beware. I mean, to those elected officials that are trying, do you really think that the common day criminal that's out there now, that they're afraid of these wolf tickets that you're, you're, you're selling? They're laughing at you, and they're laughing at us. One of the issues we're going to get to, another issue is Ukraine. And we have talked about this and this aspect, and I will continue to do so like a drumbeat. My fear is that the world, specifically the United States of America, is being pulled into a bad situation. Nuke-ready Putin vows lightning fast, that's a quote, retaliation against other nations in the Ukraine war. Russia has cut off natural gas to uh, NATO members, uh, Poland and Bulgaria, uh, on Wednesday and threatened to do the same to uh, other countries using one of its most essential exports and what is seen as a bid to punish and divide the West over its support of 
Ukraine. So we're going to uh, deal with Ukraine as well. So the question that some of you, um, and not not most, but a handful, well, Dominic, why why do you focus on crime so much? Well, the answer is because crime, I focus on issues, and I always have, which are relevant to the lives of all of us. There is nothing more relevant today than crime across the country and in this area. The latest incident, and uh, I have a few um, to get to this morning. The latest incident, a broad daylight shooting. Here we go again, almost like a broken record. Three teens shot in Queens. The youngest victim of this drive-by shooting is a 14-year-old girl. Dominic, why do you focus on crime so much? Why? The 14-year-old girl, and this happened in Fresh Meadows, the 14-year-old girl or the others that were wounded, they could be your child. They could be my child. And for her part, uh, Governor Kathy Hochul, she's one of those elected officials I'm talking about with the, the message of we're going to and we're going to stop you and the cavalry is on the way. Well, where is it? Governor Hochul has tough words for subway uh, criminals. She, uh, uh, it's believed that it's the first time that a sitting governor for the first time on Wednesday, visited an MTA board meeting. And she went there to honor MTA employees who aided riders and their colleagues during that mass shooting, but also uh, issued the warning to criminals. In a second, we're going to be taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So, uh, an incident in the Bronx, right? One arrested, five wanted. And if you don't believe me, go look at the video. Go look at the video. SUVs collide, and it happens right in front of a Best Buy store around dinner time. And what happened next was captured video. The five men get out of the uh get out of the car right and a 23 year old man has been arrested uh, and they're looking for the others and they they it's seen on video where they beat the driver of the other car i guess i guess it's old fashioned to say can can i have a copy of your license and your uh, registration and your insurance card and so they get on top of the man's car and they beat him up severely, and the victim was treated at a hospital for a fractured eye socket and lacerations. And oh, by the way, the man that was that I told you that was killed in the um, Queen Subway Station, the shooting the other night, well, his sister says that he wanted out of New York because New York was not really for him and wanted to return uh, to Virginia. So, unfortunately, that won't happen. Another story that we are following this morning, 
And this one has the potential to upend the upcoming election. It's a stinging defeat to Albany Democrats. The state court of appeals has put a court-appointed expert in charge of redrawing district district maps. Right? So the state court found that Democrats were gerrymandering uh, districts to have the advantage uh, for them and in an unlawful way and in a sweeping 32-page ruling, the primary uh, for, for June, according to the state's high court, may be pushed back a couple of months. So that's something that's very serious. And, oh, oh, hi, by the way, folks, as I'm about to go to your telephone calls, I want to thank you our WABC listeners, because you guys and ladies, gals and gentlemen, you're smart and, and, and you're on point with issues. So last night, as we often do, we, we try to be ahead of the curve on this program. So we discussed last night, what's the news today? As far as Mayor Adams saying, take a picture of police officers. If you see them uh, looking at their cell phones, uh, on, on train patrol. Well, it turns out you folks that educated me were correct. Uh, the president of the PBA, uh, Pat Lynch, put out a statement, and I, I see your calls. I'm going to them in just one second, in which Lynch says New York City police officers did not, did not ask for NYPD-issued smartphones. We were ordered to carry and use them. We are now required to document every minute of our tour on these phones. Every form we are required to fill out and every alert we receive comes through the phone. So you folks were were correct, a thousand percent correct. And Lynch says if there's a problem with cops using the phone on duty, and the uh, management of the NYPD should change the policies and go back to pen and paper. So let's start with uh, our our calls this morning. Let's begin with Frank in Bayside. Good morning, Frank, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to to call in and let you know that I, I missed that shooting today in Fresh Meadows, Queens, by about five minutes. Wow. Um, I, am bo- I am born and raised in this part of Queens, which was an amazing place to grow up. I'm 49 years old. Um, I retired a couple of years ago from corporate America. And what I do during the day now, just for extra money, is I do Uber Eats and DoorDash food delivery. So I'm in that neighborhood quite often. There's a lot of restaurants there. It's, it's a great neighborhood. Um. Growing up in New York in the 80s and 90s, we were shielded from most of the city crime out in this part of Queens. And if you told me in 2022 that I would be dodging bullets and drive-by shootings, like things I saw in NWA videos in the, in the early 90s, I would right. never believe you. Wow. Hey, and you, you know, Frank, uh, it's it's just it's just remarkable. And and I still have people that will tweet me or or uh, will <laughs> will want me. They want to know why do I focus on crime? And I mean, 
It's like, what what planet are you on? The city, we are literally losing the city of New York. There's no other way to put it, Frank. As you just said, what's happening uh, in in your community? And we thank you for the call. And we are losing the city so much that businesses are being forced to fend for themselves. Businesses are being forced to fend for themselves. That includes the owner-operator of WABZ, John Katsimatidis. His supermarket, his employees, were he's offering a $10,000 reward. His supermarket, the employees, were held up at gunpoint. And here's what I want to say about that, right? So on the... Uh, on the uh, flyer is uh, a photo of the suspects, right? And I'm I'm not even gonna mention I'm not even gonna mention the race. You can go look at the uh, at the uh, photo. I have it on my Twitter for yourself. The flyer, but when you do this to somebody like John Katsimatidis, and I've said this before, and I will continue to say it. I'm not saying this because the man is my boss. I'm saying this because it's real. The man, and I don't even know if he wants me to say this, but the man has a heart of gold. Gold. His wife has a heart of gold, right? They do an awful lot for people that look like me, that they don't have to. From children all the way up, to scholarships for kids, right? I said I was at Fairleigh Dickinson uh, University today for kids that look like me. And this is the way that you pay them back. You go into their grocery store and rob the staff at gunpoint. It is disgusting. And here is what Mr. Casamitidis had to say about this on his own radio show, Cats at Night. We have a headline. We have a headline. One of our Christini stores had armed robbery, and there's a $10,000 reward. And why is it now a federal crime, John? It's a federal crime because they tied up the manager and and his assistant, and that made it a federal crime. And these guys are going to go away forever. And the point being (laughs) that businesses in New York City are now being forced to fend for themselves. Don't blame the NYPD. They are going on the instruction of their bosses. Blame the woke politicians. They're the ones to blame in this situation. Let's go to uh, Alana in uh, Westchester, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I have to thank you because your show is exactly what we have to have. And you talk about crime because it's real, just like you said. And I appreciate that. And you're honest. And let me say this about Eric Adams, okay? I find that he is disgraceful. He's like a coward. Because he wants people to take pictures of the police. But I think, and someone said it on the Greg Kelly show today, we need to take pictures 
of him messing around in these clubs, okay? He, he is failing. And why he's failing is he wants to deflect off of the police. And I just like to address the police, that the ones that die for us are the police. Their families lose their fathers, their brothers, whatever, right? No doubt about it. No doubt and, about it. Uh, the police are there for us, to protect us and to die for us. And I wish every police officer in New York City could just leave and go to another state and see how Eric Adams likes to do what he wants to do then. Just blah, 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 try to make the police look bad. He's the bad guy. The police are the heroes. Eric Adams is doing something so low-life, nasty, to try to make the police look bad, all right? But meanwhile, how many police are protecting him at all times, right? Well, um, you know, I I never answer that question because I I don't want to be accused of um, giving out confidential information that could endanger any mayor's uh, safety. But it's fair to say at any given point in time, there are numerous officers uh, assigned to protect the mayor of New York. Most of them are in plain clothes, and you would never know who they are until something goes down. But I, I do thank you for the call, and you, you make some very valid points. I hope you have a, a great morning. From Westchester to Philadelphia, let's say good morning to Richard. Richard, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I don't blame the woke politician. I blame the people themselves, the voters. They keep voting the same thing over and over. They're like, they enjoy human waste. It's like eating human waste. Keep voting them over and over. They're a self-hating group of people who keep voting these Democrats in, who doesn't have the best interest for you or that city. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that 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 uh, your assessment is is uh, something that I've I've heard before, and I believe every election. Uh, shouldn't necessarily come to down to a party line. It should come down to, as I've said on this program, Richard, thank you for the call. It should come down to what's in your personal interest. And for everyone, that's different. But things are so bad now that uh, me as a voter, I'm concerned on, on where you stand on law enforcement. I don't want to hear the wokeness. I'm done with the playing games. I'm done with it. I want to know, are you going to bring back the street crimes unit? Because that's what's needed. I will say again, these politicians, right? I guess, I guess their teams tell them, well, you need a soundbite, you know, that that's perfect for it, for the newscast. But all you're issuing is our wolf tickets and the gangsters, the criminals. They're laughing at you. We're going to get tough. It's always in the future tense. Here is what's coming. We are going to do this. Criminals beware. Folks, the joke is on you, me, and certainly those elected officials. There's no other way to put it. At what at what point do we stop getting numb at what's going on crime-wise 
in New York, in the New York tri-state area. We're becoming numb to it all. We are going to take a break. When we come back, I see Stan in Forest Hills, Jennifer in Boston, Pete in New Hampshire. Want to take on the issues of crime, gerrymandering, Ukraine. It's all coming up. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I heard you were looking for me. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The fact of the matter is businesses are having to defend themselves. That's almost at the point of where we are. When John Katsimatidi's uh, supermarket is, one of his supermarkets is, is robbed at gunpoint and employees are tied up. And now he's offering a $10,000 reward. That's the world uh, that we live in. Let's go. We're going to get to uh, gerrymandering in just a second. Let's go to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Thanks as always for taking the call. I so wish they gave you more time there. You really richly deserve it. And we would all love to hear more of you. So thank you. Um, that said, um, I need, I always need my daily dose of Dominic. Um, so if, if I could, do you remember me calling and you did a couple of, of t- times you talked about Officer Keona Holly in Baltimore? Yes. She was young. I believe she was 39 years old, sitting in her cruiser, ambushed by two African-American men. She was an African-American officer, and she was shot from behind many times, was on life support for several days, yes. and died. Yes. Leaving four children. Yes. And a family that adored her. So um, there was um, her family along with a, um, happened to be, and the reason, reason I'm saying racial, understand, a white male senator, um, state senator, were trying to uh, put forward the call the, the Keona Holly bill. And it was going to be that uh, if you killed a police officer, you were not going to be ever eligible for parole. Bravo. And I found this, sorry, I get very upset about this, Dominic. I found it so distressing that it was an African-American woman named Jill Carter who put an amendment on that and took out the part about no parole. And instead she said, uh, we'll have some scholarships for the children, uh, which there are already, you know, uh, scholarships available for these children. So in other words, there's no keeping it. And she felt that, that these incidents shouldn't be isolated to one group of people. So in other words, just because you kill a cop doesn't mean you don't get parole. Um, and I thought to myself, 
I wonder if someone put forward something like, let's say, with Breonna Taylor's name, if that had happened in Baltimore, and it was regarding no-knock warrants. And if it's a police officer that kills somebody, do you think that that woman would have done the same thing? I say, hell no, she wouldn't have. Of she course, been, of course, she she would not have. She would not have. Yeah, she would have been probably a co-signer or whatever on that. But she, and you know what? This is so sad, Dominic. Her family, Keanu Harris' family, has asked her name be stripped from that bill because it means nothing. And they feel like they've been slapped in the face and that her life and her service meant nothing. The and only thing, the only thing, Jennifer, that you just said wrong that's inaccurate is you said they feel like they've been slapped in the face. Take out the word feel because they've been slapped in the face several times. There's, there's no doubt about it. It's the equivalent. And Jennifer, I thank you, but we have a lot of calls and I have to move on. Thank you, Jennifer. It's always an honor to chat with you. And I'm serious about that. It's almost the situation that Jennifer just set up. So I'm no, normally I don't mention tweets, you know, because yeah, you never know who's really sending this stuff. And everybody has an agenda. So one of the tweets happened to be from someone who who uh, uh, listens to the program, and she wanted me to see what came out of Minnesota tonight, the Division of Human uh, Rights, I believe that's the equivalent, that said in Minnesota that African Americans are treated uh, horrible by the police, right? And so... <sighs> Maybe that's a story for another night. But 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 here's what I want you folks to understand. They don't want to hear the crime in New York. All they want to hear is they are the permanent victims. Dominic, don't don't discuss the 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 innocent kids being shot. Talk about the bad police in Minnesota. Talk about that. How come you're not focusing on that, Dominic? With a straight face. I'm in Teaneck, New Jersey, glad that I was not 10 miles closer in the tip of the Bronx, Washington Heights, because I don't want to be in New York because I don't want to get shot. I don't want to get caught in some idiot moron uh, uh, with no value of life shooting at another idiot moron with no value of life, and I take the bullet. When I'm the one out here talking to young people, trying to motivate them and help them. And so I was just saddened to see that that tweet tonight because it it really it really saddens me. No, 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 no. We don't want to deal with the reality, Dominic. All we want you to do is talk about how bad the police are. Well, you got the wrong show because that's not going to happen because I believe with all my being, that 99.999% of police officers are good people. And so I don't know what's going on in Minnesota right now. I don't know the politics behind this uh, report. You can't just believe what's coming out of this report and and say it's fact. But but the person made sure that I was included uh, on the tweet. And so, Jennifer... I um I thank you for the call. I'm looking at a uh, email from one of the uh, uh friends of the program Sal and it's on uh Ukraine. He says, uh Dominic, I am not a Russian expert, but I believe that Putin would seriously 
capitalize. Consider starting a world war because if Putin loses in Ukraine, his future in Russia is over. I think for Putin, even ruling from the ashes of the uh, of Ukraine and or nuclear destruction from a world war is a victory. Remember what Karl Marx wrote, the ends justify the means. I thank you for that, uh, Sal, and have a beautiful morning to our friend Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? I want to talk about gerrymandering. Okay. I want to defend you a little bit. <laughs> a, a teeny, 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 little, no, no, little a little bit. more than that. But okay. Up to, up to a point. Okay. Uh, About I, what? There's nobody that does urban affairs on better than you. There's no one who knows the inner city better than you. Well, thank you, Stan. Well, well, I'm not – there's a re- – and so when crime gets out of hand, as it has, you're on the button. You know what it is, and, and obviously many people – Get disgusted with it. Gets, it gets depressing if they're hearing it day in, day out, but it's going on and doing. But there's another point to this, which you will never mention. It's ratings. It's People ratings? Oh, yeah, it's ratings. That, this station is about ratings. That's, whether you don't disagree with it, otherwise you ain't sitting there. Right there. If you don't get the numbers, you ain't there. That's the TDs or hey, not? Hey, that that hey, Stan, Stan. Uh, you know, I'm a straight shooter. I know. It, it's always about the money. It's, I mean, on any radio station, and so so we are here to get ratings. But let me make this very clear: the management, Stan, and I'm going to let you finish. The management of WABC. What I can say. Uh, as it relates to the uh, the management, the program director, the president, nor the Casamitidis, they have never suggested a single topic to me. I understand. Not, not one. I understand. Not one. Okay. No, I understand. I understand that. But if your ratings tank and you go into the toilet, Dominic Carter's history. I mean, it That's may true. not be. But I'm not, I'm not, no, no, no. I, I there's, there's, there's no may. If that happens, <laughs> you're done. True. So you've got to talk about this subject, and I continue to say, go talk about it, not because I want you out, because it, it, nobody knows and is more expertise in this area than you. Let's get to gerrymandering quickly. Okay, okay. 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 Anyway, uh, the decision by the state court is ridiculous to this extent. Uh, all of a sudden, gerrymandering, which has been as crazy as it sounds legal, in this state and this country for the last 40 years now has changed. Maybe they did it too much. Let's, let's also ah, key word. Maybe well, yeah, they yeah. did it too but much. The other part of it is uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Florida and the governor and the Republican legislature there uh, has gerrymandered two major districts that are African-American and are putting them uh, in Republican situations and making sure that the Democrats who represented them are gone. That probably will be challenged. It's in Florida. It's just happened. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I hope it's challenged as well in Florida, because these are black districts that were represented by African-American congressmen. The majority of them are Democrats, at least two districts. But they were now removed and pushed, gerrymandered, into one Republican district who will represent them and so forth. So... There is the same situation, but hopefully there will be an appeal on that. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Uh, we'll see what happens. As you said, the uh, 
uh, elections or the will not happen. I think till the summer. Is that what they're saying? They that's that? that's one of the possibilities. And I understand you're making the comparison stand between Florida and New York, but but they're different. And the fact of the matter is, it, yes, a divided uh, ruling four to three from the state's highest court. But the Democrats apparently went too far. It's been held up several times. Uh, the, the ruling, uh, the the appeal by Republicans. And and they have won. They they have won this issue. But Stan, I I thank you for the call, and I know that I owe you the piece of cake. And one day, <laughs> one day we're going to get. get one day get we're going get to get it. the uh, piece Absolutely. of cake. Thank you, Stan, for the call. Let's stay on the issue of uh, gerrymandering. Democrats losing this uh this uh this big case at the state's uh, highest court, the court. Uh, of appeals, a four to three ruling against the Democrats. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I am going to disagree respectfully with Stan. Okay. It's time we have true two party system. Uh, what the Democrats were trying to do were was to maintain their control on all the branches of government in this state. And I I think this court decision is going to be recognized as historic for that reason. Well, you know, John, um, I just, I'm, as you were talking, I'm trying to think of, in my recent memory, I can't think of an election moved because of the gerrymandering issue but it, it appears that's what's going to uh, happen now. Ultimately, how does this all play out, in your opinion? We'll probably have a delay by about maybe a month or two. But again, as I said, this will benefit because we will have truly competitive races in in both the Assembly, the Senate, and in uh, both Congress, mm-hmm. congressional races as well. So it's a major plus, in my opinion. Okay, well, John, I thank you for the call. Before I go back to the issue of crime, let's go to Alyssa in Manhattan. Good morning, Alyssa, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. I'm so glad that I had a chance to talk after Stan. Um, You know, the first thing that people, when they're caught doing something wrong or people who support them, is they go and point a finger at the other guy and say, well, look, he did it too. That's a good point. Okay. And, you know, instead of, I mean, wrong is wrong. doesn't matter who else did it. If it's wrong to do it, it's wrong to do it. Now, here you have the Democrats trying to, you know, unfavorably, you know, to favor themselves. You have Governor Hochul choosing her self-appointed lieutenant governor, him, what, seven to ten days ago, being brought out on corruption charges? Yes. And then Stan has the nerve the other night to call the, the people on this show idiots, if I remember correctly, or something to that effect, because we turn around and we question stuff. And we say, hey, something about this isn't right. So he says, well, everybody who questioned the election in 2020 is an idiot. You know what? Whether you're on the left or the right, if you feel something isn't above board, you should be questioning it. Absolutely. You shouldn't just say, well, you know what, I've always been a Democrat, I've always followed them, whatever they tell me, that's what I have to believe. And that essentially seems what Stan is. He's a, it's my way or the highway kind of guy, I only see it my way and there's no room for anyone else's opinion. Mm-hmm. And well, I think that maybe it might be a you know, good idea for him to at least 
listen respectfully to the opposing side and see if possibly there might even be one or two things that make sense. Right. You know what? And you're making perfect sense. Uh, and I, I agree with you. Uh, the sheer nature uh, of a journalist myself is that we, we basically are not supposed to believe anything and, and look with, with observation on everything and ask questions. Thank you for the call all the time. And that's one of the things I love about you, our listeners at WABC. You folks will, will push, question, not accept, and that's that's a, a great thing. That That is a uh, a great thing. Let's see here. Let's go to Pete in New Hampshire. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dom. The reason I'm calling, of course, is way, way past my bedtime up here in New Hampshire. <laughs> but I love you, and I love your show, and I respect I lo- you. Thank you. I, I love you, too, and I respect you as well. Thank you, Pete. Go right ahead. Number one. I love the way you're on the crime situation in the New York City sewer. It's a sewer where I come from. I'm the old owl in the tree, and I watch, and I listen, and I look around. And, Dom, there's only one thing I have to say about it. The cops in New York, law enforcement, they're in a big struggle right now. And and John Casamitidis in that grocery store holdup. You know what, Dom? It's time Eric Adams isn't going to do a, do a damn thing for the city of New York and the New Yorkers. You know, elections have consequences, Dom. We all know that. We got that. But the truth of the matter is, when you put garbage in, you get garbage back out. And there's a host on your radio, your your uh, station. His name is Curtis Lewa. He should have been elected. And also... And when it comes to Albany, it's been corrupt. For, it goes back into the 20s and the 30s in Albany. It's a corrupt cabal, number two. Number three is, if you want to vote for a real governor, people in New York State, and I got I know a lot of people in northern New York, and they're all going to vote for Lee Zeldin. Guess what? Elections have consequences. They, they do, Pete. I, and I thank you uh, for the call. Let me just say this about the governor's race. Up until about 10 days ago, it was no contest. Whoever won the Democratic primary was going to be the next governor of New York. But right now, with the uh, lieutenant governor situation uh, resigning after being uh, uh, indicted by the feds on corruption charges, and he's still on the ballot, and with crime the way it is, this is the type of scenario where, and if we go back, if we rewind, rewind in history, it was ABC with Mario Cuomo, anybody but Cuomo, right? Folks were sick and tired of him. Out of nowhere comes George Pataki, right? So we're in that type of environment where it's it's a new day in terms of the election. Now, does uh, does the public advocate or Congressman Swazi uh, do they have a shot in the primary? I don't believe so. I I know that the public advocate doesn't have a chance. For him, this race is this run is all about name recognition on a statewide level. For Swansea, you know, he's got some interesting ads up. 
I, I looked up the other day and saw Fernando Ferrer, the former Bronx Borough president, in an ad for Swazi, but I don't believe that Swazi is resonating. The the good news for Hoku is that she's raised an awful lot of money, I believe $18, 19000000 million. So she has come along just like Andrew Cuomo and has been quite effective at the campaign war chest. And let's face it, modern-day politics, you got to have the dinero. It's as simple as that. Time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls at 1 a.m. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. But immediately when I come back, Carter Cares. Stay with us. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Folks, you cannot uh, make this up in terms of um, a situation in the Bronx. And I, I'm, 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 uh, I'm concerned with this mother here. And the mother says this, they will keep, this is why they will keep killing because they know there are no consequences. You cannot make this up. So a Bronx teenager was let out of jail only to allegedly commit murder, right? After he was let out of jail and he's let out of jail again. How does this happen? How does this happen? So the suspect, 17 years old, that's what I said, 17 years old, Stephen Mendez, right? The judge gave, she dismissed the indictment against him. The judge gave prosecutors to present their case in front of the grand jury, which by law must happen within 45 days, right? So, with his mother in the with the victim's mother in the courtroom, the victim's mother in the courtroom, she heard the judge say, "Release him." I mean, you you cannot make this up. I I'm speechless. You could fix this. All of this could be fixed in. 20 days, 20 days. That's all it takes. You need a Rudy Giuliani like type mayor. And I've said this before with the mentality to the criminals of it's real simple. You act up. I act up as the mayor. You act up. My police act up and I'm going to side with them on every single issue. So if you have that type of scenario, right? And we get rid of this wokeness. Oh, and, and I know it's a, a vague, wide uh, interpretation. Oh, you're the victim. It's everybody else's fault. 
oh, you didn't get enough food stamps growing up. Oh, the Section 8 voucher wasn't large enough. Oh, the welfare grant wasn't large enough. These limousine liberals, it's everybody else's fault. It's not your fault. Right? The eight-year-old boy in Syracuse that I've talked about. That's not the topic tonight. We're not going there. But if you don't think that he's headed along this path, if someone doesn't do an intervention soon with that child, he'll be exactly what I just referred to. Let's go to Douglas in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Hey, hey Douglas, you sound very muffled. Wait, Douglas, Douglas, you sound very yeah. muffled. Is there something wrong with your okay. phone? No, well, it's just my usual phone. There. Okay, okay, so go, go ahead. Maybe we can hear you a little better. Okay, I want to remind you that on the shooting in the train, the only reason why the shooting stopped is because the gun jammed, not because the police showed up to do their job. Okay, I think... The police should be told, you want our money? You have to live in the city of New York, okay? That's not the case. The police should be told, you want our money? Ride the train to work like everybody else. That's not the case. They don't have to ride the train to work. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Douglas, 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 please. I'm going to give you your say. You don't have to talk over me. Now, what I want to say to you is that police officers are citizens as well. Why should they be mandated to ride the subway to work? Because we need more people on the train. Okay. on the train. Ride the train to work. Why Why should you get a placard in the car and drive to work? You know? Whoa, 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 Douglas, 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 the way this works is that we can both chat with you. I'm not, I'm not going to cut you off. I mean, I do have time constraints, but Douglas... You just made a huge assumption. Do you really believe that every police officer has a placard where they park anywhere they want to and just drive back and forth to work? Do you really believe that? True. Okay. I do. Okay. All right. Okay. So so, train to work like everybody else. Pay your MTA fare like everybody else. You know? Wait, wait, wait a minute. So you want them to pay a fare while they're doing the service as well? Everybody else, when I go to work, I pay the oh, fare. Douglas, Douglas, work, okay, Douglas, I, th- I thank you for the call. Douglas, you, you, you're, I don't know what's going on. I, I, I appreciate the call, but Douglas, MTA employees don't pay the fare. And you want police officers to pay the fare? One of the biggest scams in New York continues to be the amount of vehicles that the MTA has. The other day, I'm driving to work. And this kid is speeding in an SUV, uh, an MTA vehicle, and he pulls up next to me. And I'm looking at this kid, and I'm like, there's no way this young man should be driving this vehicle. But it was an MTA vehicle, and indeed, that was the case. Let's go to LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, um, good morning, and uh, God's mercy on us all. Good morning. Uh, this is a, a desperation for votes. Uh, um, you would think that, that uh, Governor Hoko and Mayor Adams and others just came into politics. They, they've been uh, doing this for years. Uh, and criminals, not, they, because of that, criminals not taking them seriously. It's the same mm-hmm. uh, 
the same song and dance, Johnny Come Lately. They don't have no real specific uh, details if you put them. Uh, how you? What's the real details? How you're going to do it? They wouldn't have no answer. Well, the mayor has said he wants his police commanders to have a meeting with them to find out um, their 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 method at fighting crime. And I was always under the belief that when you're elected, you're the top dog. We want to know your way to fight crime and have your police carry it out. So I, I, you know, LQ, I'm just, I'm just sick of from Adams and from Hochul. Oh, we're going to, we're going to clamp down criminals. You beware as you and I agree, they are, the criminals are literally laughing at these elected officials. Let's go to Sydney in the Bronx. Good morning, Sydney. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are also taking your phone calls at 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Good morning, Sydney. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Go right ahead. Dominic, we have so many issues here in the city. Uh, we used to have impact officers. They called impact officers. And these are officers that would go out in groups to a certain particular part of the neighborhood, and they would patrol on foot patrol, two officers at a time, and they get spread out, right? Okay. And then they don't, we don't see officers walking the beat no more. Another problem we're having that, that we need to address, and maybe you could talk about this, is the the glass, dark tint glass that cars have now. They always had them, but they're just making them darker. That's very, very unsafe for when police officers are pulling over a vehicle at night or any time of the day. Sydney, because you never know, you you never are know preaching, what the, you're preaching to the choir. I've always felt that it was extremely dangerous and disrespectful to law enforcement with these tinted glasses. Uh, but you can't you can't tell these morons anything in terms of the guys that are driving these types of vehicles. You know they that what they call it uh, decked out. I forgot souped up whatever they put the the rims on the car and tricked out tricked out is what they called call it they put the uh the rims on the car and so on sydney was there something else you have to say before i need to move on here quickly yes yes and i hope that maybe we talked about this briefly uh not so long ago we need a topic of good law body citizens being able to carry conceal it's getting scary out here i i agree with you but sydney uh, that's just not going to happen in the uh in the city of new york you know I know, I know, thank you for the call, Sydney. I know that you may say never say never, but I just I just don't see that happening at all. I'm now joined, we're going to go back to your telephone calls in just one second. I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you. Good morning, Dominic. How's it going? Uh, everything is is great. Uh, what's going on this morning? What do oh, you have coming Quite up? a bit. Well, uh, we're going to be joined by one of my favorite guests, man, with the best voice in all of radio, Steve Cates, a.k.a. Dr. Sky. There's a ton of space news. There's asteroids whizzing by the planet tomorrow. Hopefully none of them hit us. 
There's uh, questions about the future of Russia and the United States space cooperation. China has a new asteroid deflection program. We got a lunar eclipse coming up. We're going to break that all down. And there's a Harvard astronomer that says the meteor that crashed on this planet eight years ago could have actually been alien technology. So we're going to get into that. Then in the two o'clock hour, we're going to break down all the legal news of the day, including the decision you've been talking about from the Court of Appeals related to redistricting. And I have three ex-felons who are also ex-lawyers joining me in studio. It's going to be really interesting. All three were fine attorneys before they became convicted felons, and they're not lawyers anymore, but they still have a lot of legal knowledge. Uh, Chuck Darrow is going to join me for the AC report, and then uh, in our continuing series, where we're going to hopefully talk to all the candidates for governor, I'm going to be joined by Tom Swazi in the 4 o'clock hour. A wonderful show coming up, but... But Swazi's at four, so I got to find a way to stay up hey, until four. Hey, uh, you know, well, you get the podcast if you feel you need to. Okay, to that, that's a good point. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Who do you want to go? How to? about Karen in Rockland? Good morning, Karen. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hi, Frank. How Dominic? Uh, as far as that last caller, I mean, he was saying that the cops should should be, uh, you know, mandated to ride the subways and. Our top cop, Eric Adams, does not live in New York. He lives in Jersey. So what's he talking about? Right? Well, the the, the, <laughs> really? the, the, the mayor's uh, official residence is uh, Gracie Mansion. I pass it, uh, wow. Karen, all the time on, F, <laughs> on the FDR when I'm coming to work. That's the mayor's uh, official residence. And another thing, I mean, these um, people in Albany don't want cops, and they should not have police protection. Agreed. Agreed. That, that's that's a, Frank. That's a wonderful point. Yeah. If you if you want to cut back on police for the rest of us, start by sacrificing with uh, your with your detail. Great question for a controller, Brad Lander, and I am hoping to speak soon with uh, gubernatorial candidate Jamani Williams. Both of those guys are big defund the police guys, and both of them currently enjoy a very well armed, well funded police detail. And so you figure what about one hundred and fifty thousand per officer with salary yeah, and easy, benefits? Easy, and and they have police officers more with driving. overtime. Probably. That's right, police officers driving them, police officers protecting them. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Karen, were you done? Yes, yeah, uh, safe drive back to Rockland, there, uh, Dominic. Well, thank you, thank you. Yes, it's got to be a safe drive uh, back home, and you know, I, I don't, I don't know, Karen. I thank you for the call, but again. It was just nice. I was in Teaneck earlier today, Frank, and it was just nice. It's nice being outside the city these days. Well, Rockland's outside the city. Right, but but it just feels it's just feels different. It uh-huh. feels like no one's paying attention with crime and the politicians woulda shoulda coulda, you know, we're going to. We're going to crack down. Well, Mayor Adams, you've been in office right. now. We're, we're waiting. <laughs> you know, you've we're been waiting. in office now almost five months. Whenever you're ready. So, you know, and then even when the uh, gun teams make the arrests, right, they put yeah. their lives on the line, they're released in, in some cases within, within hours. Yep, and no, it's a, there's, it's a, there's a lot to be despondent about. No question about it. Who do you want to go to next? How about Ken in New Jersey? Uh, good morning, Since Ken. You're, you're in a pro-New Jersey mood <laughs> at the moment. Ken, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I heard about uh, Putin's uh, threats, and uh, he's ratcheted up his uh, 
his rhetoric. Uh, but he's not afraid of uh, any of us or any of the NATO countries because he knows that none of us are going to send any troops. All we're going to do is send equipment and money, and he's got equipment and money to, to match us, if not more. So he knows that, uh, you know, we're not going to send uh, uh, troops to fight alongside uh, the U- Ukrainians. And that's what really NATO is founded on. It's an attack on one, it's an attack on all. And the, the idea of NATO, the agreement, hey, is hey, Ken, that Ken, I, know, I, we're going to send troops. Ken, I, I've got, not. Ken, I've got 25 seconds left. How does this all end, in your opinion? Uh, it's going to drag on until, uh, the Ukrainians are just, uh, it's, it's going to be a stalemate. Okay. I mean, uh, until they finally cave in and, uh, go neutral. Ken, I thank you for the call. Folks, keep it right there. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight is coming up right now. Must listen to radio. I'll be back again tomorrow. Same time, same station.